Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's December 9th. We made it to another Friday. On this date in 1965, A Charlie Brown Christmas, the very first animated TV special featuring characters from the Peanuts comic strip, premiered on CBS. I hope those memories put you in a good mood this Friday morning. Let's hope we get good news on this weekend's forecast. We'll head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Desk. And good Friday morning to you. We've made it to the end of another work week, starting out with clouds, a little bit of fog this morning, slight chance of a shower, temperatures in the low to mid-60s, and we'll stay there almost all day long, if not fall down a little bit this afternoon under a mainly cloudy sky. Small chance of a shower early this morning, and then another rain chance late this afternoon and into this evening. A little better chance if you have any Friday evening plans out. We're likely to see a couple of passing light rain showers out there. Down to 50 tonight, 60 tomorrow. Could see a couple leftover showers early in the day. Most of Saturday will be dry. Sunday, a chance of one or two showers late in the day. So a lot of this weekend will be dry, but it will be cooler with highs around 62 Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning, y'all, is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And now for your news headlines on this Friday. A student has been arrested after officials confiscated a weapon from them at Somerville High School. Somerville police say the student is facing several charges, including resisting arrest, possession of a weapon on school grounds, and possession of a stolen firearm. School officials tell us police helped them confiscate an unloaded gun just after 3 o'clock yesterday afternoon, after another student told school officials that a student had a gun. Police say there was a brief struggle before the student was taken into custody and that the gun was reported stolen in Dorchester County. Dorchester School District 2 Superintendent Dr. Shane Robbins released a statement about the incident that reads in part, We had an unfortunate situation where a student brought an unloaded firearm to Somerville High School. On the one hand, we are grateful that we could de-escalate this event with little to no disruption to our school operations. However, this continues to be a nationwide trend that we will not tolerate in Dorchester School District 2. We feel confident in our protocols and the relationships and support we have with our local law enforcement agencies. The family of the survivor of the house explosion in smoke says he's a walking miracle from God. 76-year-old Israel Jenkins was in his home when his propane tank exploded Monday night, causing the whole house to blow up. It was felt up to 15 miles away, according to fire officials. Yeah, Anna Harris, she spoke with the daughter and son to learn more about the kind of impact their dad has had on not only their life, but the community. Both Mr. Jenkins' son and daughter described their dad as honorable, outgoing, and giving. They say they are both so lucky to have them in their lives for a little while longer. Anthony Jenkins, the son of Mr. Jenkins, says he received a very frightening phone call on Monday night from his cousin saying that something had happened at his dad's house. The home had exploded. Both Anthony and his sister, Tanisha Jenkins, went to the home they grew up in most of their lives, which is now left to pieces. However, one piece still remains, their father. 
They say Mr. Jenkins is well known in his community. A barber for more than 30 years, lover of sports, singer in multiple choir groups, and a giver to everyone around him. With this being Tanisha's home all her life, she says they've lost many memories like pictures, awards, and more. But the most important thing is that their dad is still here and that God brought him this far to not leave him now. We know I'm surprised the outpouring of calls, texts, um, um, other little acts of kindness that have already started. And um, we, are, we are grateful and we, we know it's because of the type of person he is. And, he, and, and, and it's an example of the life lived. They say Mr. Jenkins is in stable condition with spirits being lifted day after day. MUSC says he's expected to have a speedy recovery, but they do not have a timeline of when he will be out of the hospital. Both Anthony and Tanisha say they are super grateful for the community's support during this time. In Charleston, Anna Harris, Live 5 News. The city of North Charleston is awarding a $1.2 million uh, in grants to 12 local nonprofits with the intent of reducing gun violence in the community. Each nonprofit will be awarded $100,000 each to fund services like mentorship programs, feeding the community, and more. Although these nonprofits say they're thankful for the money, some are questioning if the requirements have the same standards as previous programs. For example, these 12 organizations had to sign an agreement before they accepted the money, but they say other nonprofits from previous programs did not have to do that. Some of them didn't have agreements, and uh, that was the big issue, but uh, we seem to be able to work all that out now. The city says some members of council and leaders of nonprofits are getting together next week to settle any disparities and to clarify what kind of requirements will be in place in the future. A hearing is scheduled for today in Colleton County, and former Lowcountry attorney Alec Murdoch has been ordered to appear. At this point, it's unclear what specific motions will be discussed, but it's set to begin at 2 o'clock. Now, the state has maintained that it plans to try the case of Paul and Maggie Murdoch's murders in court and only in court, but the latest filing in that case is one of the most explicit ones written by the attorney general's office during this pretrial period. In it, the state is asking to submit the millions of pages of financial crime documents as evidence against Alec Murdoch because it was this incessant financial roller coaster of his own doing they believe that led to the murders. The state writes, quote, this case is unique in South Carolina history for many reasons. One of those is exposing what happened to Maggie and Paul necessarily has its roots in corruption that began years ago and festered until June the 7th. The state argues Murdoch used the murders as a means to buy more time to cover his tracks and deflect looming financial and personal ruin. They also point out the same day Murdoch was shot in the head in a reported suicide for hire plot. He met with a client he allegedly stole hundreds of thousands of dollars from. Well, Carta's annual bike giveaway is returning this year in partnership with Second Chance Bikes. That organization collects, repairs, and distributes used bicycles to people in Charleston who need that affordable, reliable transportation. To nominate yourself or a friend, you can send a direct message to Carta on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram with the name and phone number of that nominee. Five winners will be selected at random. You can enter that giveaway from now until midnight, Monday, December the 12th. The Charleston Wine and Food Festival is only a few months away, and organizers are excited to highlight the food, drinks, and offerings of South Carolina. They plan to do that with special complimentary booths in the Culinary Village, just for brands and businesses based right here in our state. According to festival officials, certain eligible restaurants, bars, chefs, farmers, and artisans 
based here in the Lowcountry or throughout the Palmetto State will get a free booth for all three days of the festival. They say this will give festival attendees a true taste of South Carolina and decrease the barrier of entry for local businesses. South Carolina-based businesses that would like to apply to get one of these complimentary booths can apply online until the end of the year. The Charleston Wine and Food Festival is set for March 1st through the 5th of 2023. This morning, a faith-based nonprofit in Berkeley County that helps people facing addictions is opening the doors to a brand new men's ministry campus. Yeah, Change Lives Ministries. They say this project has been in the works for years and they're so excited to be able to serve more people in the Monk's Corner community. Our Molly McBride joins us live from Monk's Corner and brings us the inside scoop on the new campus. Good morning, Molly. Good morning, Katie. Officials from Change Lives Ministries tell me this morning is so exciting because it not only represents a new beginning for the ministry, but because it further advances their cause to help people overcome their addictions. Change Lives Ministries is a free 13-week live-in program designed to help men and women overcome addiction through a relationship with God. I spoke to Tommy Turpin, the community relations director for Change Lives Ministries, who says their original men's ministry building has become very old and worn down, only housing 10 men at a time. The new $1.2 million men's facility was funded entirely by community donations and will be able to house 14 men and three live-in staff, allowing them to house more men and continue to fight the opioid pandemic. According to DHEC, from 2019 to 2020, the number of opioid-related overdoses increased by nearly 60% in South Carolina. Turpin says he's incredibly thankful to the community for funding the new facility and wants to spread the word that they're there to help. We just want people to know there is hope for people with drug addictions. Not only do we help them, we also help with reconciliation with their family members uh, back into the community. Um, so. We wanted everybody to know we are here and we are ready to serve this community for the long haul. Turpin is encouraging the community to come out and join them at this morning's ribbon cutting ceremony. It starts at 10 o'clock and it's at 470 Reed Hill Road. He also encourages anybody interested in their rehabilitation program to apply online. For that website link and the address to, to, to today's ceremony, head over to live5news.com and click on this web story. Reporting live in Monk's Corner, I'm Molly McBride, Live 5 News. Celebrating birthdays today, actress Judy Dench is 88. Actor Bo Bridges is 81. Football player turned actor Dick Butkiss is 80. Worf from Star Trek The Next Generation actor Michael Dorn turns 70. Singer Donny Osmond is 65. And The Big Bang Theory, Simon Helberg is 42. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all, powered by Live 5 News. I hope you have a great weekend. I'll talk to you Monday. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all, produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.